Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 20th of December. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by our title sponsor, Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free, 800-747-3733. If you're involved in any kind of an accident, slip and fall, hit and run, motorcycle, boating. First, you call 911, then you get Ann Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys on the phone. Let them put their skills to work and get you the compensation you deserve. 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. We're right smack in the middle of the week. We're approaching week 16 in the National Football League, which comes the biggest game of the season for your favorite little football team, the Miami Dolphins. We got the Heat back in action tonight. Panthers are back in action tomorrow night. They are finally back home. There's a lot going on. All the major sports are in action. College football playoffs are right around the corner. And Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, NHL games. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Really glad to have you guys here with us today. And of course, uh, you could also check out the show, youtube.com slash at Zaslow Show. Make sure, make sure you smash the like button and the notification button. So this way, when we do the live streams of It's Still Real to Me, my wrestling podcast, you want to make sure that you could tune in live when we're doing that. So, we got a bunch of things to get to today. We're going to talk about the Heat, who are back in action tonight. (laughs) We'll do a little football. It's Wednesday, which means we tell you which fan bases are having good times and which are having hard times getting ready for the weekend. And last night, big night in the NBA. We'll get to that in a moment. Couple things to start out with first. Hosted on ESPN Radio last night, 
filled in on Amber and Ian, hosted with my homegirl Amber Wilson. Had a great time, really fun. I look forward to it every week when I get the opportunity to sit in with her. So if you hung out with us last night, I really appreciate that. Make sure you listen to her every evening, 7 to 10 p.m. on ESPN Radio. And look, you know, the the the, the best case scenario is we get some extra listeners to Zaslow Show 2.0 from people finding me on ESPN Radio. Maybe didn't know me before. You're learning that I have a podcast. Amber does it. I, I don't plug it. I feel I feel weird doing that. I don't want to plug my own stuff when I'm working for ESPN. But Amber does a really good job plugging. She could do it. I mean, there 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 are no repercussions for her. She could do whatever they uh, ever she wants. I, I'm I'm more or less on best behavior. I want to make sure I'm there to do a job. They allow me to bring my personality. I feel like I sound a lot different than everyone else who was on ESPN Radio, and I'm grateful that they allow me to to bring you know a, a lot of what I do here. Onto ESPN Radio, but at the same time, I I, I don't want to come off like I'm I'm there to promote my stuff. So I don't promote Zaslow Show 2.0 when I'm on ESPN Radio. But Amber does a really great job of mentioning it throughout the show. So hopefully we get some new listeners, and and if we do, and if you're one of those, oh, I love you long time. All right, so thanks a lot. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. It's great for the algorithm. I don't know how the algorithm works. I know that it helps me get all the monies, and then everybody is happy. So, thanks to everyone who hung out with us last night. And of course, I sent out a I sent out a link, <coughs> excuse me, on on all my socials with a link to the show from last night. So, if you want to listen to me uh, on on a national level, you could check that out. If you want to hear, you know, Amber and Zazzle, that's Amber and Zazzle, that's not Zazzle and Amber. If you want to hear me with Amber again. That's a great opportunity. You can go back and listen to last night's show. Three hours. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and like I said, highlight of my week. So thanks to anyone who who hung out with us. Now, you guys know you guys know I love movies. This is a big movie week. This weekend, you know, winter break starts for everyone. My older son, Corey, has already started winter break. He's done with midterms, high school, so he's he's off. He goes to private school. He goes to Poznak. And my younger son, Jordan. He's done with the rest of Broward County after this Friday. So we have we have vacation coming up for the kids. We're actually, you guys know we're a skiing family now. We're, we're going back to Park City over winter break. So I'm super pumped about that. But the point is, the kids are going to have break coming up. And this weekend, great movies coming out. Gotta see Aquaman 2. That's this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be any good. I have low expectations for Aquaman 2. But... I have super high expectations. The Iron Claw about the famous wrestling Von Erich family. And I am so excited for this movie. I'm also a little bit scared because I know it's going to crush me. It's a very tragic story. And it's it's going to be crushing. So I'm trying to go. I, I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow afternoon. You know, movies come out the day before and in the afternoon now. So I plan on seeing The Iron Claw tomorrow afternoon. And I'll be able to tell you guys about it on Friday. <laughs> I it looks it looks so awesome. So that that's what we got coming up as far as going to the movies this weekend. But you guys also know I like movies like this, right? On Netflix, there's a new movie that just came out with Mahershala Ali and Julia Roberts, who even at her age, Julia Roberts. I mean, she's 
It's got to be like 60, right? It's probably 60. No? I mean, Pretty Woman was late 80s. That's 35 years ago. She's probably 60. She looks amazing. Such a beautiful smile, that Julia Roberts. Anyway, Mahershala Ali, Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, this new movie on Netflix called Leave the World Behind. It's one of those like apocalyptic type thriller kind of deals. And there's like, there's a mystery as to what's really happening. You know, you see in the trailer, something weird is happening with the world. And like Mahershala Ali shows up to their, their house and says, this is our home. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? We're here. This is our home. I, I love movies like that where there's this mystery, you know? And whether or not the movie's actually going to be good, and I think there have been mixed reactions to this film, I, I got to see it. I have to know why are they showing up to the home claiming it's their home? What, and, and what's happening in the world? There, there's something weird happening, you know? I have to see this movie. I have to know. I have to find out what's going on. And you know I get like that with movies, right? Like, it was the same way for me with the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old, right? Where I was out on M. Night Shyamalan. He had great movies at the start. You know, The Sixth Sense, Signs. I, I love those two movies. And and then you came out with some bullshit like The Village and The Happening and Lady in the Water. The, these are the worst movies of all time. And then he and then he did what was it called? Uh, Split. But I don't think everyone knew that it was him. I think they like took his name out of the title because he had such a bad reputation at that point. My wife and I were out on Shyamalan, and this movie Old comes out. You know when th- these people they're vacationing and they're on a beach and they get old. I gotta find out why they're getting old. And so I gave Shyamalan another chance, and I went and I actually really liked Old. So I'm kind of back in on Shyamalan right now, but. I, and, and there are other movies like that where I have to find... I, I need to know. They hook me in with that trailer. I gotta know the mystery. That happened with another Netflix movie, right? Bird Box. Remember Bird Box with Sandra Bullock? And where the, the people, that they're seeing something. And, then they, and they kill themselves. And they got a blindfold. You know, if they don't want to see the thing. And I had to see that movie. I gotta know what's going on. And I really like Bird Box. So... It turns out, I really like the movies that have that mystery to them. There was another one recently, too. Another Shyamalan movie recently. What was that called? Uh, Cabin, something in the cabin. Cabin in the Woods, is that what it was called? You know, with Dave Bautista. And was there anyone else noteworthy in that movie? I don't I don't think there was anyone we knew, but that was with Dave Bautista. I think it was called Cabin in the Woods. And I, I really dug that movie. But I had to know, why are they showing up to this cabin and why why do they want to kill these people, you know? So this movie, Leave the World Behind, my son was watching it last night while I was hosting with Amber on ESPN Radio. And I watched like the first 25 minutes with him, and then I had to get my shit together and get ready for the show. It was almost 7 o'clock. I mean, come on. Like, I could turn the microphone on and just do the show, but I'd like to take a little bit of pride in my work, you know what I'm saying? So I watched like the first 25 minutes, and I'm into it. I got to see this movie. If you've seen it, hit me up at Zaslow Show on Twitter. You let me know if you've seen it. But I, I got to watch this movie at some point. I'll update you tomorrow. The big news, though, in the NBA last night. Our Heat were not in action. Our Panthers were not in action. Heat are back in action tonight. They are in Orlando. 
Orlando's really good. We'll get to them in a moment. Not the matchup. We'll get to the Heat. Panthers are back in action tomorrow night against the Blues. I, I think I'm going to go. I'm not trying to go. Everybody knows when I'm trying to go. That means I'm looking for the free tickets. But I, I think I may go because I want to catch one of these Panther games. And Saturday against Vegas, Saturday afternoon, Stanley Cup Finals. Rematch tickets are expensive for that one. So... I think I may go tomorrow night. Uh, tickets will be pretty good price. And I already told you, you guys know I'm Ticket Ninja, okay? The the way to go about Panther tickets, you want to get Upper Deck. Upper Deck is where the value is. First row or two or three. I've learned those are great seats. I didn't know that. So when I go to Panther Games now, I like to get front row in the Upper Deck. You can get those seats for 30 bucks a pop. Great deal. So that that's my Ticket Ninja advice if you're trying to go to a Panther game. Get one of the first couple rows in the upper deck. That's where the value is. All right. Anyway, the big story in the NBA last night, and we let off ESPN Radio Amber and Ian last night on John Morant's return. John Morant missed the first 25 games. I mean, he didn't just miss him. It wasn't like he was away, injury. He was suspended. He missed it based on his own doing. He missed, he, he missed it because, you know, as Shannon Sharp said, he's hustling backwards. Uh, and he's acting a fool with the guns. And our guns, I, I don't have any sympathy for John Morant because we have a major gun problem in this country. And guns are supposed to be for protection, not for looking cool. There's nothing cool about it. And I know, look, I'm a white guy, I'm a white Jewish guy, and culturally and generationally, I'm a lot different from John Morant, but I'm sorry. There's nothing cool. I'm not sorry. There's nothing cool about flashing guns. Guns are for protection. Otherwise, there are people dying senseless deaths out there. Gun violence in this country is out of control. It's not a joke. And so he deserved the 25 games, especially because he essentially spit in the face of the commissioner after the first suspension and then doing it again. So John Morant returns last night. And it's funny because we were close to the end of the show and we were giving an update on what's going on with John Morant. And he was having a good game. He had like 20 points at this time. It was early in the fourth quarter, like 10 minutes left. And they're down by 13. I'm like, all right, look, they're probably going to lose this game. They're going to drop to 6-20 and 20 and their season's torpedoed, which by the way, it is. They're not going to be able to recover. They're way too many games back and we're a third of the way through the season. But... I'm like, you know, they're going to drop the 6-20. They're down 13 right now. 10 minutes left. They're going to lose this game. The finish to this game was phenomenal. John Moran took over the game. And yet back and forth. Taking the lead here, there, here. Lead changes. Tie game. Lead change. Tie game. Both teams going at it in the final couple minutes. Really, really fun. The Grizzlies. No, excuse me. The Pelicans. The game is tied. They get a wide open shot. C.J. McCollum hits nothing but the backboard. Brutal, brutal shot from McCollum. I mean, wide open, great look, hits nothing but backboard. And Morant has the ball, and he's going to push, and the Grizzlies call timeout. And I was like, and he was pissed that they called timeout. And I don't like calling timeout in that spot either. Eric Spolster doesn't usually call timeout in that spot either. You don't want to let their defense get set up. You don't want to let them do any kind of substitution. Just go. But my son actually made a good point to me, which was it looked like Ja was tired. So Taylor Jenkins, coach of the Grizzlies, he knows his team better than us. 
And that's probably the right play there. Give Ja a minute here to relax and rest, and then let's draw up the final play. And here was the final play. Moran's going to get ahead of Steve with a chance to win it in his return. Here goes Moran. He spins. Moran scores! And the timer expires! Count the basket! And Ja Moran wins it for the Grizzlies! Fantastic finish. He had 34 points. He had 27 in the second half. I believe he had 17 in the fourth quarter. He's one of... They win it at the buzzer. He's one of, if not the best guards at getting and finishing at the rim in the league. And the Pelicans guarding him one-on-one there. I get it, it's Herb Jones. But still, it could be the best defender in the world make someone else shoot the ball. Make him kick it out to anyone else for the game-winning shot rather than allow maybe the best drive and finish player in the league go one-on-one. He got right at the basket. And Greg Anthony, to his credit, (coughs) the clip cut off there, but Greg Anthony, to his credit, he mentioned it right away. I don't understand why you don't send a second defender there. So Ja takes advantage. Super dramatic finish in his return. Uh, Return. He was... It's not like he was gone somewhere. It's not like he was hurt. You know, as his suspension, that's got to be pointed out, as his suspension was lifted, John Morant with an incredibly dramatic return. And, you know, he's he's yelling toward the crowd. Uh, He's got the smile. His dad's right there. He's yelling. He's like, I'm back. I'm back. And, you know, you got the post-game interview on the floor with Stephanie Reddy. I'm a dog, you know. He's super excited. The crowd was super excited. Look. I'm not rooting against John Morant. He's a really exciting player. And he used to be really likable. Matter of fact, I, I can't, I'm having trouble thinking of, I can't think of another player who went from really likable to unlikable in such a short period of time. Because it's not just the thing that he did. It's not just the guns and it's doing it again so quickly and it's throwing away your career, and it's saying, you know, putting on that phony interview with Jalen Rose, and, and Jalen Rose fall, falling for it like a like a goofball, and then, on top of it, uh, you know, just saying the things that he's learned and he's going to stop doing, and then just spits right in your face. He went from a super likable player to just really unlikable. He, he, he wasn't lied to be like the face of the NBA. He's a good-looking kid, plays an exciting style of ball, speaks really well, very likable. Just, like, I'm not rooting against John Morant. Just stop with the foolishness and play basketball. And so, you give him credit because when he spoke to the media a couple days ago, he even said, like, he's saying all the right things, but he also said all the right things last time, and, and he tricked everyone. But he said this time, look, I... You know, the things I say don't matter. It's about what I do. It's about my actions. Or, you know, about what I don't do, I guess. And and so, yeah. The, what he says means nothing. His words mean nothing. His word means nothing. It's about, it's about the actions or lack of action when it comes to doing stupid things. So, and, and I get it. Look, NBA players, you're carrying around a gun. What, now, you can't cross state lines with the guns. It's a felony. But you need protection. Hire a bodyguard. When you're with the team, you have team security. When you're not with the team, hire a bodyguard. The same way that 
When you're out, there's no reason if you're an athlete to get DUI. Hire a driver. There's no reason for you to be driving. You need protection. Hire a bodyguard. There's, I could tell you right now, I'm not going to name who, but there's an athlete who I would hang out with every now and then. And whenever we went out, they had someone with them who I wouldn't necessarily say it was their bodyguard, but that was, his, that was essentially his job, where if there was a problem, if there was an issue, if somebody was trying to step to him or whatever, it's that guy, you know, the bodyguard, it's his responsibility to intervene. He's the one who handles that situation. So the athlete, my friend at the time, was not to get involved with anything. You hire these people. There's no reason for John Morant to have guns. You hire a bodyguard, and you'll be safe. But I'm not rooting against John Morant. You saw last night. He's super exciting. I just, I don't have any respect for him anymore. He went from so likable and so much fun to just the guns and the bullshit nonsense. It's, it's not for me. And then, but, but like I said, saying the right things. He was awesome last night. Really fun to watch. But then you get this. So after the game ends and he's done the on-court interview with Stephanie Reddy. And now he's running through the alley under, under the arena to the locker room. Off the floor to the locker room. And he got the cameras back there. And the cameras now pick up this. It's stuff like this where you, you can't trust him. And you can't trust a lot of these guys not to be stupid. John Morant is now running through the alleys there yelling, I kept the receipts. I kept the receipts. Now, does John... So it's two things here. Number one, is John Morant saying that he was wrong somehow? That all these people who... He kept receipts, right? Proof. Evidence. He he kept these receipts for the people who've been talking bad about him as if he wasn't in the wrong? Did he not deserve to be suspended? Did someone wrong him? Did someone force him to do the things that he did? So, you kept the receipts. Nobody wronged you, Ja. This is all your own foolishness. This is all your own doing. And it's this kind of stuff where it's, it's okay to question, does he understand what happened? Does he actually understand what happened? You kept the receipts, so you don't think you did anything wrong? Now, maybe when he says, I kept the receipts, maybe he's talking about on a basketball level. Like, you know, you had that dopey reporter who told John Moran to his face that he's him in Memphis the other day, made up a total straw man case about people people out there are saying that other players like Halliburton and the guy in New York, I don't remember his name. That I know his name. That's the reporter who, who did not know who Jalen Brunson was, that they've surpassed you. Like, it's a total straw man because no one is saying that. And, it like, does John Moran think that people out there are saying that, like, he's not good anymore? That him being away now, he's not going to be the same player? He wasn't hurt. He was suspended. There's nothing physically wrong with him. He should be the guy that we saw last night. He's an amazing player. Like, John Morant's out there making up a straw man that he kept their seats about people who have been 
talking down about his basketball skills because nobody, I haven't heard anyone talk about John Morant not being the same player that he was before and talk about John Morant's not a great basketball player anymore. Like, that's total straw man bullshit. So if that's what he's talking about, that he kept receipts, that's just made-up nonsense. No one has questioned, no one has questioned John Morant as a player. And if he kept receipts, meaning the people who've been critical of the reason that he's been suspended, the fuck are you doing? Just play basketball, man. Like, you don't get it? You you were wrong. A thousand times. You were wrong. There's You don't need to keep any receipts for people being critical of your foolishness. All in all, though, last night was really cool. That was a fun finish. It's obviously the perfect scenario. If it, you know, you're doing sports talk, you're talking NBA, you get that story from last night on kind of a slow sports news day. Perfect scenario. Also, other NBA stuff. Celtics lose last night at the Warriors. They shot like a thousand threes. And this Warrior team is not good. With or without Dream, I'm green without him right now. He's getting that magic therapy. He'll be back in a couple weeks. He'll be totally cured. The Celtics, best record in the NBA before last night. They lose at the Warriors. They lose late. They were up big. <laughs> Warriors come back. Steph Curry had 40 points. Hit a huge shot in overtime. The Celtics, this is why, once again, the Heat are going to beat the Celtics in the playoffs that they play. This Celtic team, as talented as they are, they live and die by that three-point basket. They, they shoot so many threes. Look at this. Last night, the Celtics, as a team, attempted 58 threes. That's terrible. How about this? What about when I tell you Derek White attempted 18 threes? Al Horford attempted 10 threes. Al Horford and Derek White combined to take 18 threes. They were 10 for 18. Great percentage. But 58 threes overall. They were 17 of 58, which is bad. That's 29%. It's way too many threes. And this is why, when it boils down to it, this Celtic team is not tough enough. You, taking that bailout three as opposed to driving to the basket, getting to the free throw line. They only attempted 17 free throws. There's an attitude to, to get into the free throw line, to getting at the basket, layup stunks. There's a toughness there. There's an aggress- There's an attitude. And the Celtics don't have it, man. And that's why when we get to the postseason, the Heat are going to take that ass again. Whatever the Heat's record is, doesn't matter. So you had some good stuff last night as far as the NBA goes. Uh, otherwise, in the association, what else did we have last night? You had the, the Suns. Suns are not that good. The Suns dropped to 14-13 and 13 after they lose at the lowly Blazers. No Bradley Beal, who is still out. Really no timetable to return. Durant had 40 they still lost. Durant and Booker, and you look at the rest of that roster, that's a bad roster. That's not a good team. And it shows they're 14-13, and 13, and you can't count on Bradley Beal. That Suns team, they are not any good. I'm sorry. And, and right now, Durant's Phoenix Suns feel pretty similar, yeah, to Durant's Brooklyn Nets. Pretty similar. Average team, can't do it by himself, not a great roster. Dudes are always hurt. And there's going to be a time this year where Durant gets hurt and misses time. That's, you know, if history is any kind of an indicator, 
He's going to get hurt at some point. This is not a good team right now. They do not have depth. That is not a good roster outside of those three guys. And the third guy, Bradley Beal, he never plays. I'll tell you what is good, though. If you're thinking about getting a new home, you want to go look for a home, you don't know where to go, you don't know what area, you want to make sure you're getting the best price out there, if you're looking for your dream home in any part of beautiful South Florida, look no further than your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler and Signature Real Estate Finder. That's right, Matthew H. Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder, one of our great sponsors on my wrestling podcast, It's Still Real to Me. He's the promoter and the chairman for BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. But most importantly, he is your trusted real estate broker. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. We're talking over a decade of experience. Matthew specializes in luxury homes. He is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. Any part of South Florida, you're looking for that dream home? Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. If you're looking to sell your home, maybe you're already in the business and you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level. Join the Signature team. The Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca Raton, top 25 in all of Florida, offices all throughout the state. That includes Boca, Delray, Coral Springs, Naples, Miami, Palm Beach, Orlando. The Signature team is where you want to be. So, whether you're buying your new dream home, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, selling your current property, realestatefinder.com, or you're just looking to join the best in the business. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. So we got the Heat back in action tonight. The Heat's 7.30. They are in Orlando to take on the Magic. Kevin Love, he is questionable. He's got a... He's, he's, he's got... He's got duty. He's got stomach bug. And Jimmy Butler is out. Calf strain. But you do have Tyler Hero back. You do have Bam Adebayo back. And you got a really good Orlando Magic team. They're 16-9 and nine right now. They're 11-1 and one at home. Now you always get a Heat contingent in Orlando. You know what? I wish this game were next week. If it were next week when both my boys were off school already, I would totally consider going to this game. It's be a great game today. I'd like, I'd like to take my boys one time and experience a Heat game on the road. I, I used to see the Heat play in Orlando every time they were there because I started out school. I went to UCF and then I transferred to UF. So whenever I was at both schools, I used to go to the games. I used to love seeing the Heat on the road. So, if this game was during their break next week or the week after, I totally would go. But anyway, I like the schedule. There's no Panther game tonight. Panthers back in action tomorrow. Just sitting on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room, enjoying the heat and magic with an ice-cold Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's right. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Pick up a six-pack at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Emos. Got some new Johnny Cuba hot sauce coming out real soon. You know your boy's going to tell you about that. European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. It's the beer of choice in the Zaslow Mansion. It's the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. I love when you crack open that Johnny for the very first time. Take a picture, Instagram, whatever. You send it to me. I'm an influencer. 
I'm super famous on Instagram. So then I put it in my stories and you become famous. So my man Juan and Myra, they love when I post those pics. So send that over to me. I'll put it in my stories. Love seeing you guys enjoy a Johnny for the very first time or just, you know, the first one that evening. Don't forget, always drink responsibly. And of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So I do want to mention, you know, Bradley Beal, like I said, he remains out for Phoenix. I know some fans don't want to hear this. There's a reason why the Heat are so careful. Or or you could say there's a reason why the Heat are so stingy when it comes to trading or not trading for certain players. You want to say it's because of money. Whatever reason you want to excuse what you want to say. But there are a bunch of factors. It could be the money. It could be the punitive, uh, the punitive costs against the salary cap. Or it could be simply, you got to make sure you get it right if you're going to trade the assets for a star player. And Bradley Beal and the money he makes. And by the way, Bradley Beal, who has never been on a winner and making the money that he makes, and he's always hurt, is once again, he missed the start of the year, came back a couple of games, missed a big chunk, came back for a game, and now he's out. He's going to be reevaluated in another few weeks. It's a disaster for Phoenix. And this is one of the reasons. There are a bunch of question marks with Bradley Beal. And whether you want to hear it or not, there is always a reason why the Heat are so careful, and if you want to, say stingy, when it comes to making big moves. And there were a lot of question marks around Bradley Beal. And trading what it probably would have taken, wouldn't take too much, but what it would have taken to get Bradley Beal, it would not have been worth it when he never plays. So just keep that in mind when you're so critical about the Heat not making the moves for star players, guys like Bradley Beal. It's not always as cut and dry as you'd like to believe it is. And just think about the aggravation we'd all be having right now if we were dealing with the Bradley Beal problems that Phoenix is dealing with right now and the money that they have to pay him up against the cap and also the punitive cost that the cap then provides you next year once you, you, once you, you, you have all these privileges taken away, certain players you can sign, not sign, all of that. It's not just about money. It's a very punitive cost against the salary cap when you go over that threshold. So... Again, I know you want Riley to just go out there and make all the moves. There's a reason why sometimes, there are several reasons why this team is very careful with the moves it makes. Now, I want to play this clip for you. So, you guys know I love Sirius XM NBA Radio. Every morning I listen to Frank and Scal, the starting lineup. They're, they're my favorite. I'm, also, I'm, I'm friends with Justin Termini in the afternoons. I know you guys hate him, but Termini and Eddie Johnson... Uh, in the afternoons, where are they four to seven? I think three to seven. I'm a big fan of their show as well. They're, they're known Heat haters, right? That's that's the gimmick. Uh, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I could still look at it unbiased. I really like their show. You guys hate them though. I get it. That's all right. Well, you're gonna hate them more. Here's Eddie Johnson yesterday. What do you think about this? Where Eddie Johnson is essentially telling you he does not believe Bam at a bio is an intimidating defender. And that's why I've always said, I said it last year in the finals, and I'll continue to say it till I'm blue in the face with, with Bam out of bio. 
he might he's a he's a very good defender, but at the rim, teams aren't aren't afraid of him. Like they're gonna go at him. You know, he'll block a shot or two and all of that, but they're not worried about him when they're going to the rim. They're worried about the ball below their waist where they, they're they very good at stripping. Like, that's what they're very good at, right? Yeah. And, and so, but other than that, they're not afraid about a bio at the rim. No. So I, I'm not, yeah. So that's why I said I, I like his defense, but I just don't think he's an intimidating defender. Like, look, Rudy Gobert's intimidating. Like, you go into the game, you automatically know in your head, okay, if I go to the rim, I got to find this dude. Like, you know, you look at the historic blockers, right? No matter how athletic they are. Like, Mark Eaton, man, trust me, you play Utah, automatically I would tell myself, Eddie, you might get one layup, and that might be on a damn break. I am not driving the ball. It's not happening. Like, Hakeem Olajuwon, I'm not driving. Like, no, I know what's going to happen. Patrick Ewing, I know what's going to happen. Like with with Bam, you, I'm not intimidated by that. So I think when you hear that, and especially knowing that, or at least feeling that Termini and Eddie Johnson that they hate the Heat, the cup of haters that they hate the Heat. All right, I think your first inclination upon hearing that, because I sent it out on Twitter this morning. I said, Heat fans, how do you feel about this? Not a good reaction. And I think you hear that, and you're like, Yeah, he's a hater, and he's saying that Bam is not as great a defender as some people will say he is. Now, for the record, me, I think he's the best defender in the NBA. There's no one else that guards one through five the way that he does. He's the best defender in the NBA. But here's the thing. I think you hear that clip and you're really quick to jump to the whole Eddie Johnson is disrespecting Bam. He's saying he's not a good defender. I don't think he's saying that at all. I don't think he's saying that at all. I think, I think it's pretty clear what he's saying there is that Bam, and he used Gobert and Ewing and Olajuwon and Mark Eaton as the examples. I think what he's saying there is Bam is not stop, he's not deterring anyone from driving to the rim. You know, I'm watching the Heat the other day against the Wolves and Bam was still going at Rudy Gobert, but other guys, guards, they're not driving at the basket when Gobert is there. They're afraid to drive to the basket. Eddie Johnson's not saying there, Bam's not a great defender. What he's saying is, guys aren't on the floor while Bam is the defensive anchor for the Heat and saying to themselves, all right, I can't drive to the basket. Bam's not in the game. Guys aren't afraid of Bam. I mean, you look at him. He's six foot nine. He's not huge. He's not, he's not getting in anyone's head that, you better not drive to the basket. Bam Adebayo's in the game. He's not saying he's not a great defender. And to an extent, I agree with what Eddie is saying there. Because, and, 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 and that works to the Heat's favor, by the way. Because Bam will swat your shit right out of there. You drive to the basket on him. And the reason he has those opportunities is exactly what Eddie Johnson is saying. It's because guys are not afraid to drive to the basket with Bam in the game. Good. That works to his and the Heat's favor because now Bam is going to block your shots. So, I again, you hear that clip and I, I feel like the Heat fan gets all angry about it, but I think he has a point. And that point works. The Heat like that point. It works in Bam's favor. 
it works in the Heat's favor. Nobody is saying, including Eddie, nobody is saying Bam's not an amazing defender. He's the best defender in the NBA. Now, I don't think Eddie's saying that, but he's not saying Bam's not a great defender. He's saying Bam is not this feared rim protector. And he's right. And let's be honest here. You know, Rudy Gobert, the best part of him defensively is the rim protection. If Rudy Gobert's guarding you out on the perimeter, guarding a, a small guy on the perimeter, he's getting blown by. Blown by, no chance. Rudy Gobert is best defensively when he's protecting the rim. Would you disagree that Bam, his best attribute defensively, is that he can guard everybody. He can contest every single shot. Every player on the perimeter. He is not going to allow you to get a great shot. Where is Bam better? That, protecting the perimeter, guarding everyone, or blocking shots and deterring you at the rim. Which is he better at? He's better at the former. He's better at actually defending you. That's why he's a better defender than Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is just a lot bigger, and hence is a much better rim protector. If Bam had Rudy Gobert's size, he'd be the greatest defender of all time. But he's not Rudy Gobert's size. So Bam's best defensive skill is actually guarding everybody. When a guy like Gobert's best skill is protecting the rim. So I think it's easy to jump to conclusion and it's good for headlines you know, that Eddie is saying what he said there. But I don't think he's disrespecting Bam at all. If anything... It plays in the Heat's favor, and maybe it's even more respectful the fact that these guys aren't afraid of Bam, so they still try to get to the basket even though he's around there, and then Bam still blocks your shit. So, I thought it's an interesting clip. I think there's some truth to it there, and I also think it's probably a little bit of an overreaction from the Heat fan as if Eddie Johnson, known Heat hater, right, is saying something negative about the Heat when I don't think he's really doing that. I get it, Eddie Johnson sounds a little bit grumpy when he's talking about it, when he's talking about the Heat. You know what would probably help with that? If he slept better. So you know what, the next time I talk to Eddie Johnson, because I appear on their show every now and then, they're good to me, those guys. I gotta tell Eddie Johnson, yo, Eddie, you gotta go to Sheets and Giggles, man. SheetsGiggles.com, you're gonna get the best sleep of your life. SheetsGiggles.com, the only place that the Zaslow family goes to shop for their bed sheets. I got the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets I've ever had in my life. The comforter, it is my favorite comforter I've ever had. I have a eucalyptus pillow. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? The sheets, the blankets, the comforter, the softest sheets. You're going to get the best sleep of your life when you go to SheetsGiggles.com. And what if I told you, if you use promo code ZASLOW, Z-A-S-L-O-W, use promo code ZASLOW at checkout, you'll get 20% off your first order. And then every other time you go, you take advantage of all the sales and promos that my man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, that he always has available to you. But the first time you go to SheetsGiggles.com, use promo code ZASLOW, 20% off your first order, and then... You're going to become just like over 100,000 Americans, including the Zaslow family, that sleeps on Sheets and Giggles and never turns back. SheetsGiggles.com. SheetsGiggles.com. Promo code Zaslow. Get 20% off your first order. Let's get to good times and hard times. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's 
Amazon time. That's right. Thank you, Dusty. This time of the week, the middle of the week, as we're looking forward to week 16 of the NFL, we tell you which fan bases in the middle of the week are having good times and which are having hard times, Daddy. So let's start out with the good times. Number three, the Cleveland Browns fan is having good times. The Browns, they do it again, man. A 20-17 win this weekend over the Chicago Bears. And the Browns, Joe Flacco, professional quarterback, right off the streets. We know that defense. I mean, it might be the best defense in the NFL. And the Browns just keep on doing it. Now 9-5. and five, And the Browns, they probably feel like, you know what? If we stay in that five spot and we play the winner of the AFC South, which right now is Jacksonville, we got a chance to go on the road and win a playoff game. And at that point, who the hell knows what can happen? So the Browns fan right now is having good times. Number two, how about the Rams fan feeling good times? The Rams are rolling right now. They win at home over the Commanders this weekend. Matthew Stafford has been looking great, tossing the pill around to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. And the Rams, after a dreadful start to their season at 7-7 seven and seven now, are currently number seven in the NFC. Same record as number six, the Minnesota Vikings. The Rams fan has playoffs in their sights. They're having good times. And number one fan base having good times right now, Buffalo Bills. I hate to say it, but the Bills, they crushed the Cowboys this weekend. And now they know they just got to make up one game in the next two weeks. The Bills, their schedule is light these next two weeks. They have the Chargers and the Patriots while the Dolphins have the Cowboys and the Ravens. If the Bills make up one game, Week 18 is for the AFC East, and the Bills fan probably feels like they can do that. So number three, Browns fan. Number two, Rams fan. And number one, the Bills fan is having good times right now. Now, which fan base are having hard times, Daddy? Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles fan. I mean, three weeks in a row now, the defense, two weeks in a row, the defense gets shredded. And then, of course, the defense gives it up at the end of the game on Monday Night Football. And Jalen Hurts, the late interceptions. And all of a sudden, three losses in a row, the Eagles have dropped to number five in the NFC. The Eagle fan. And you got Jalen Hurts saying that the team's not committed. The Eagles fan is having hard times. Number two, Cowboys fan. Same deal. Cowboys, another opportunity to prove that they're not Fugazi, and they get curb stomped in Buffalo. They lose by three touchdowns, and now they got to come down here to Miami where the Dolphins are going to kick their shit in. The Cowboy fan is having hard times right now, Daddy, and the number one fan base right now feeling hard times. The Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Not just did they lose on Sunday Night Football to the Ravens by double figures, but... They did it with stupid shit. They did not play like an intelligent football team. You know Trevor Lawrence is kind of banged up out there. And while they currently hold the AFC South lead and the number four spot, the AFC, they're in a virtual tie with Indianapolis and Houston. So Jacksonville can go from one of the top four spots and hosting a wildcard game. It's not unfeasible that they will miss the playoffs entirely. So number three... Eagles fan is having hard times. Number two, Cowboys fan is having hard times. And number one, the Jaguars fan is having hard times, Daddy. And that right there is another edition of Good Times and Hard Times leading in to Week 16. You know what's not hard times? When you're thinking about getting a new car and know exactly where to go. 
Obviously, you're headed to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the only car dealership I personally endorse here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And that's because at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're guaranteed to find the car that's perfect for you and your family. Maybe you just want to get your current vehicle serviced. Well, luckily for you, North Fort Lauderdale services all makes and models. And with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're going to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, there's a big event going on. The 2023 Subaru Share the Love event where a portion of all new sales goes to help local organizations in the community. Plus, lots of great offers right now like a 2024 Subaru Outback Premium. You can lease for just $321 a month for 36 months with $59.95 due at signing with approved credit or a new 24 Crosstrek for just $219 a month for 36 months with $54.95 due at signing. Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for full details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, we start out here Great doubleheader on TNT last night. John Morant at the buzzer. Comeback victory in his season debut at the Pelicans. And how about the Warriors coming from behind late in overtime? It was Steph Curry with the dagger against the Celtics. Shot clock Curry. Spinning. Torchster move. Inside. No. Paul gathers it in. Pocket three. Curry three. Oh. Great win for the Warriors. Bad loss for the Celtics, considering they were ahead all game. They shoot way too many threes. I'm going I'm going not a big deal, because the Warriors are not a contender. Big deal or not a big deal? So how about the inside the NBA crew? Shaq, Kenny, Charles, Ernie Johnson. You know, they were very critical last week of Zion Williamson and his weight. And, and Zion responded. And here's the inside crew responding to that. Well, here's uh, what Zion had to say when asked about the comments uh, on Inside the NBA. Do you think what, what Barkley and Shaq said last week, like, do you view that as a legitimate critique? And what exactly did they say? I mean, it, essentially it was, both those guys said, we struggled with some conditioning stuff early in our career, and like, that got better, and we kind of, we see that in this game a little bit, too. <clears throat> uh, if it comes from a great place and a place where they just want to see me do better thank you but if it comes from anywhere else everybody entitled to their own opinion can't control that and i feel just from listening to you guys though that it does come from the right place you want you hey. want to see him be the best player he can be and i have g14 classification i'm the president when it comes to being a dominant big man there is no other there was another rest in peace mr world chairman when it comes to being a dominant big man I am the authority. I am the go-to guy. I sat there and watched him. I said, you know, he doesn't run hard. He doesn't create easy baskets for himself. And it looked like he's not ready. That, that, that was me telling him, if you do this, you can get to the next level. So we only criticize people that we like. We only criticize people that we believe in. What's really interesting, end, Ernie, and, and like, you know, why, why, why would he worry where it's coming from? It's coming from a place, like, we want him to be great. And that's what he and that's what he says. If you, if, if that's what you're, if that's where you're coming from, thank you. Yes, I'm going big deal because some of it is obviously his own doing, Zion. Like I feel bad for him because while some of it is his own doing, 
it doesn't seem like he stays in the best of shape. But at the same time, his entire career now, no matter what, everyone's always going to be looking at his weight. Everyone's going to be talking about his weight. That kind of sucks, man. Like, that's... Just imagine for you if everyone was always commenting about your weight. That sucks. So I'm, I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. How about Charlotte Flair? Charlotte Flair reportedly has signed a huge and possibly record-breaking for a female contract, a multi-year extension with the WWE. This is obviously a big deal. I think she's the greatest female wrestler in the history of pro wrestling. I don't think it's even close. And obviously she deserves to be paid the most a women's wrestler has ever been paid. So awesome for her. That's a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, on the most recent episode of Hard Knocks, they're in season with the Miami Dolphins. How about Mike McDaniel mic'd up here, of course, and this is right before Tua finds Jalen Waddell for the touchdown. I'm really visualizing the one-play drive here. I'm having a tough time not visualizing a one-play drive here. We get kick coverage. Waddle's going to have a one-play drive here. Yeah. <laughs> here it comes. Dolphins begin at their own 40. Going deep. Going deep. Right there. What a perfect pass and play. And the touchdown to Jalen Waddle. 60 yards and a touchdown. Take a look at this route. Inside. Oh, and he gets him. That was a big arm throw right there. I'm going big deal. That's got to be such a cool feeling. We're like, he knows. I'm, the play I just picked, definitely going to score. Can't wait. Let's go. And then it happens. And then he has that sinister laugh and he twirls, you know, his mustache. And uh, I love it. That's a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes. All right. Fun show, everybody. Can we start the show tomorrow with the Heat picking up a nice road win? He'd have been very good on the road this year. Eight and six so far. Can we get a real solid road win at the Orlando Magic tonight? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Got AEW Dynamite tonight as well. Continental Classic continues. Uh, They're actually in Orlando next week for Dynamite. I I don't know. Maybe I'll go to that. I'm a game time decision. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to my crew behind the scenes for helping put together another great show. Obviously cannot do it without all your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.